You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 166. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 166. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. All right. Hello. Hello. Are these on? We're on to... Uh, microphone on? Episode 166. 166. 166. At your service. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're talking boy. with a lisp today oh through the whole segment <laughs> through the whole podcast the whole episode episode <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh oh, well geez. we've been a we've been a little snicky with one another i know that's our a little snicky a little <laughs> snicky that's our little term for it's actually short for persnickety. Yeah. Which is so fucking funny that it's we would, very white of us. <laughs> it's a very I would I feel like it's something that my grandparents said. Oh, they getting persnickety. Oh, getting all persnickety <laughs> and whatnot. <laughs> but as we shorten pretty much everything, so we we would say to each other, Wait, I feel, I feel like you're a little snicky right now. <laughs> Are you a little snick why are you being so snicks? Dude, you're snicky. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude, you're dude. you're snicky. <laughs> oh my god. Well, hello everybody. Hello, audience. There's a, a little more insight into how we communicate in our oh, ridiculous marriage. It's ridiculous. So thrilled to have you today. So today is a very cool topic that we have not discussed before mm-hmm. on the pod, and it is all about breaking up with friendships oh how do you end a friendship that you are not interested in pursuing any longer yeah because that's one of the things that you profess is you know yeah surround yourself with a good soul tribe yeah exactly and you know we have talked a lot about on in the past we've talked about how to manifest really awesome friendships yeah which we'll definitely link to in the show notes but we haven't really talked about what do you do when it's when it's over yeah you know and you're you really do need to make a decision about the role of that person in your life going forward this would be so awesome if we really did do it in a list because there's tons of opportunities is that that's all you can think about yeah that's all you that's all i'm thinking about now is like i need to get your head in the game i'm sorry You know you're not replaceable, though. Damn it. Like, people love you so much. Aw, thanks. They really do. So, all of you guys out there who send love to Mr. Smith, it, it means a lot to both of us. It so. does. It touches my heart. It really, it's really yeah. sweet. So, uh, a couple of things, though, before we jump in. There may or may not be, but likely there will be, a free shit <laughs> alert next week. Oh, so, yeah. you Another definitely want to tune in next week. And I wanted to just give a quick listener shout out. It's been a couple of weeks since we've done this, but I want to give a shout out to Marlita27, who left us a beautiful iTunes review. And she says, Amazing pod, covers many topics that we all face, very enlightening in a fun way. I have. 
I have taken away something powerful with each pod I listen to. I love that. Marlita, Marlita. <laughs> I love you, Marlita. Ends her names with 27. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I li- I, you don't. I don't. I love Amy's personality and her relationship with Mr. Smith. Aww. Aww. Especially grateful this airs every Monday takes away my case of the Mondays. Oh, I mean. Nice. Uh-oh. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. <laughs> got like a case of the Mondays? Somebody's got a case of the Mondays. <laughs> so immediately when I read that review, I was like, oh, yes. <coughs> yes. There's a moment. She even included a clip opportunity. Right? So. That's, if, my, that's my girl. If Marlita 27. Marlita 27. Mr. Smith is like, come on. <laughs> So if my you, bae. Isn't that what you guys say now? Bay. <laughs> I love when you use new lingo. It cracks me up. Remember when I was like, babe, do you know what Netflix and chill is? I was like, yeah. You were like, you watch Netflix and then you just, you're Hang like out. relaxing. Yeah. And I was like, um. <laughs> so, I mean, I really don't know a lot of this terminology. It just so happens that I see a shit ton of it because so much of my businesses online someone know? still needs to explain on fleek to me on, i do not understand it's on the fleek dumbest i hate on like, fleek. where did that come from where, what's just, the origin you know what i read that somewhere and i can't remember at of all course. so it's google perfect. it that's what google's for yeah and i it, all it means is on point so i'm like say say that yeah say on point like there's already something stop to trying to make that. fetch happen yeah, that's exactly how <laughs> i feel about it that is so fetch gretchen Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. That's exactly. Like, stop trying to make fetch happen. That's exactly what I feel. That is how I have felt every time I hear if it. If you say on fleek to me, it will instantly, you will get an eye roll. Yeah. Like, it's just like automatic eye roll. It, it, it starts as soon as you say as soon on. As soon as you on fleek. Uh, <laughs> eyes to the back of the head. Oh my God. Anyway, this, this we do have content here somewhere. This show's going downhill fast. <laughs> So, uh, uh, if you would like to have your iTunes review read on the air, then you need to leave a fucking iTunes review. That's one way. <laughs> that's one. That's, that's the only yeah, way. That's the only way. That's actually the yeah, only way. That's the only way. So, if you go to any show notes page on the site, you can go to this episode, which is thejoyjunkie.com slash 166, and you'll see directions on exactly how to do that. And we really, really, really appreciate it. We're not above begging. as you Love can, your. As you can hear. Yeah. So... All right, so I've rambled enough. I think it's a little time for... Is it time for a... Would you rather... Yes, it is time for the would you rather. Would you rather... Live your life as a 10-year-old or as a 60-year-old? Like, you'd live a normal lifespan, but you would be born at 10 and die at 10. Or... Born at 60 and die at 60. You're born at... Okay, so so wait, do you come out of the womb, like, fully huge? Uh, that's semantics. Uh, that's not semantics. Pretty much semantics. No, it's not. Sure it is. Why, is. why does that matter? Well, because... You're born at 10, you hatch out of an egg. I think you need to think through your would-you-rathers <laughs> a little bit more. Because logistically... Because <laughs> logistically, <laughs> operationally, I can't really wrap my head around that. Um, just 
you know, if you were born at 10. Okay, so what you're saying, 60. so what you're saying is though, like you would still live like 80 years. That's what I'm saying, yes. But you would just look and act. Normal lifespan, you'd be 60 your whole life. Okay. Normal lifespan, you would live at 10 okay, your whole life. Okay, I need you to not talk down to me, first of all. Like, well, I've way, already explained that. That's way. what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've already, so don't ask dumb questions. So, no, but do you, do you stay like mentally a 10 year old? Or yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you, you just look ten. I don't know else, how else to say this. Oh my god! You are going to be ten your whole life, or you're going to be sixty your whole life. That's all there is to it. It's okay. a pretty fucking simple question. <laughs> it's a simple question. <laughs> it's a simple question. <laughs> if the moon were made of cheese, would you eat it? I know I would. I'd wash it down with tall, cool Budweiser. Hi, now, Ken, we all know that the moon. It's not made of green cheese. But what if it were made of barbecue spare ribs? Would you eat it then? What? I know I would. Heck, I'd have seconds. And then, then polish it off with the tall, cool butt line. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay, we're going downhill fast. Jesus. Well, I think, even though I don't fully understand, nor do I agree, I think I'd pick 60. Yeah? Yeah, I really do. Why do you say that? Well, first of all, I don't think 60 is that old at all. Like, no. there's there's a um, a fitness video that I do, and there's a, a woman in there who's 60 years old, and she's just, like, gorgeous and handling things and totally fit and rocking <coughs> it. And I think 60 is, like, kind of a rad place, you know, where you're I just, totally agree. You, well, you would, too? I would, too, for but, sure. You've got your, you know, you're, <clears throat> you're getting ready to retire. Like, you're... you're you still have your wits about you. Yeah. You still have your physicality, even though it's, you know, starting to diminish a little bit. But, like, 10? What an awkward age that is. It's awful. Like, your teeth are coming in. <laughs> no, you get teeth before that. Oh, you mean, like, your baby? Wisdom, your, yeah, your baby teeth and your everything. Your baby teeth you know? fall out. <sighs> yeah. No. I think I'd go for 60. Yeah, so. for sure. Oh, my God. I'm a baby boom. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's talk about how to break up with a friend. So this was, uh, again, like I mentioned, a listener submission. And if you want to submit a topic that you would like us to sound off on, you can easily do that. And we always kind of comb through those first prior to putting together content for the show. So if you go to thejoyjunkie.com and click on the podcast, you'll see a spot where you can submit a show topic. And so this is one of them. So this also happens to be a student of mine. So I was really excited to see this this question come through, especially because we haven't targeted before. So this is what she says. So I've been dealing with this inner turmoil regarding a particular female-female friendship for a while. Basically, I'm needing advice regarding how to know the best way to drop this friendship. And then she talks about, you know, I know you talked about manifesting them, but how do I know whether it's better to just be upfront with them about, you know, I don't want to be friends anymore versus slowly exiting their life without confrontation, confrontation, such as, you know, not responding to their texts or messages or just kind of always being busy. She And then she kind of goes on to say this particular friend has some major negativity issues, always self-deprecating past history of suicide always playing the victim judges talks crap about other people you know just kind of sounds like she's in kind of a a rough space herself yeah 
And then I thought this was very interesting. The listener says, and I'm worried that I'm being a judgy, terrible person for not wanting to be there for her anymore. Mm. And I have tried the Zen approach of accepting her for who she is, looking at my inner dialogue regarding her and our friendship, which is awesome. I want to commend you so yeah. much that you, you've you already looked for ways to, already, to rectify this. Yeah, already sophisticated. Mm-hmm. And have tried to instill positivity into our conversations, which she in turn gets frustrated with because I won't, she basically the, she won't collude with her. So she gets upset. So she's saying, which leaves me feeling th- that she is hypothetically drained from that, or that hypothetical bank account idea. Oh, uh, yeah. That that bank account is getting drained, over withdrawn way too many times, and feeling also confused about how to approach this friendship breakup. Especially if they, you know, uh, are a, a negative person, it's going to be a hard conversation to have. That's right. And so I think first is knowing that, especially if. You know, because she she has mentioned too in another part of it that that the gal is extremely codependent and mm-hmm. and really reliant on the friendship. Okay. And so, it's highly likely that if you have a conversation with her, she's not going to be happy about it. You of know. Course. And so, when we go into a conversation with somebody, where even like in a regular breakup, you're ending a relationship, or you're putting in your notice or you're telling your parents you're no longer going to come visit or whatever you establish some kind of boundary that another person may not like right that's not fun you know like it's never something that you're like i can't wait to have this awkward ass conversation it's no fun on either side yeah it's not fun so i think there's there's some compassion to give yourself that that this is a challenging road ahead and also really really commending yourself for looking at your role in the matter already and l- trying to come from a place of acceptance. But I really think that, I think it's very interesting what she had said about being judgy or feeling like a terrible person for not wanting her in her life anymore. And that is very much not the case. You are not being judgy. That's like, it's very similar. I like to parallel these sorts of things with food So, for instance, if you eat gluten and you always break out or you always have an allergic reaction, you listen to your body and you go, oh, okay, no offense, gluten. Like, you're not, you don't have to hate gluten. You don't have to be mad at it. You just go, hey, (laughs) that doesn't work with my body. So I choose to not allow this toxin into my system. And the exact same thing can be true for friendships that no longer serve you or that aren't fulfilling or or not contributing to your life. You it's not about saying you're wrong, you're bad, you're an awful human. You're just saying, "Hey, with where you're at in your life, this is no longer a healthy choice for me." Yeah. So I really want to encourage you if you if you guys are listening out there to if you're in a similar situation to really look at this through a lens of this is not about me casting judgment or hating somebody else. This is about me truly putting my health first this is about self-care yeah so it's tending to your relationship health just the same way that we would listen to warning signs with our body you know if there's something that you're putting in your system that is disrupting the harmony of your body i mean you deal with this all the time yeah then you listen and you go okay no offense dairy no offense (laughs) brown rice no offense 
you go and have an amazing time with other people, but that's not healthy for my system. Right. It doesn't have to be acrimonious, biting, hateful, judgy, none of that. It can be 100% about self-care. Yeah. And that's it. Absolutely. So I'm going to give you a couple of places if you find yourself in this sort of situation to start looking and and you know I'm always pushing you toward looking at your role in the matter because right. especially when you're unhappy with somebody else it's so easy to go well if you just weren't so fucking negative we could have a great friendship. Right. So we want to step okay. out of all that blame. Okay. Look at what you need to do to feel clean around this. And then I'm going to give you a couple of methods of what are my options in breaking up, you know? Cool. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I mean, you know. As awesome as it can be. As awesome as it can be, yeah. Yeah. So let's look at a couple of questions that you can start asking yourself. Now, I know this particular listener had, as she mentioned, she has said that she's kind of processed some stuff already. You know, she's looked at her own internal talk around the matter. Right. She has already looked at, like, could I try to infuse positivity and stuff into our conversation? She's already kind of tried a couple of things. Now, you guys might be out there listening and going, I have this friendship that is really awful that I don't enjoy at all, and I haven't really done anything about it. So I want to give you a couple of questions just to ponder, to think about, or to journal about. So it'd be great to kind of put these at the top of a page and just journal what comes out for you. So the first question to ask yourself is, is there any way that this person, he or she, could win with me? And what I mean by win with me is if they were given feedback on who they are or how they were behaving or the impact of their behavior on you, is there something that they could alter or do that would change you wanting them in your life or not? Gotcha. Yeah. Like specifics. Right. Okay. Like if, for instance, if they worked on being a little more compassionate or if they worked on uh, asking you how you were doing more, if you gave them some specific things of here's what I would love you to work on in our relationship and they were willing to do so, is that... What are those things? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because there's sometimes where, because of where somebody is in their world, it's like you couldn't even bring that shit up because they're, first of all, not capable of seeing their own faults. They're not willing on to work on anything. They only know how to make you wrong. So it really depends on the situation. But I'm going to get, get into that in, in the second question. But I really want you to look at, is there a way... That, they, that I would actually be up for this friendship, where I'd be up for the effort. And, and, and it's okay, you guys, if it's a no. It's yeah. okay. Because I, I do see this happen, and we mentioned this in, uh, I believe, in the episode that's around manifesting awesome friendships, which, again, we'll link in the show notes page. And that is we get to these different levels of our life. I see it the most commonly in 40s, in people's 40s, 30s and 40s, where the relationships that you've had in your life are tenured usually from college and who you were in your 20s is now vastly different than who you are in your 30s and right. 40s. Yeah, and so sure. now you have these historical relationships where maybe they saw you through a rough divorce or a breakup or you were there when each other's kids were born. So you have this tenure 
and history. And now you've gotten to this new decade in your life and you look back and you're kind of going, we are not, this is not a positive symbiotic relationship any longer. This is actually toxic for me. Sure. So I do think there's a piece of like feeling roped in to tenure or history and it's okay. It's okay to let it go. Wow. Isn't that true? And I think that it is, it's also, it's also really important to know that you you get to choose where you come from. And I'm saying come from in quotes, like your motivation, like how you are entering into this perspective. So if your come from is one of self-care or um, it really wanting to be intentional about who you're surrounding yourself with, that's very different than coming from a place of malice, ill intent, uh, wanting to hurt or somebody. Blame. Yeah. 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 You're not you're not doing this to scathe. You're mm-hmm. doing this to take care of yourself. And do not overstep that. Do not overstep that. Mm, that's good advice. All right. So is there <clears throat> any way they could win with you? The second question is, this is kind of like an either or. And this is where I need you to get really deliberate about a gut check here. Do you want to end this friendship because it genuinely feels unhealthy and unfulfilling? Or... Or are you just scared of a tough conversation? Or something like a would you rather? Something Yeah, it is. It's a tough <laughs> would you rather. But I do see this happen sometimes too, where it's so scary to actually tell somebody, hey, I need more of this in our friendship. Or sometimes when you do this, it lands this way, or here's what I make up, or here's what I interpret. Yeah. Here's what I make that mean. That's that's really fucking scary. So sometimes it's easier in our minds just to be like, I don't even want that friendship anymore. It's and true. it's a fucking excuse. Mm-hmm. It's an excuse. To avoid the tough conversations. Right. Yeah. And there is also times when you just genuinely don't want to fight that hard. Like I have, I have absolutely had those friendships in the past where I'm like, it doesn't even warrant a big conversation because I just genuinely don't value that relationship enough right. to expend that energy. And yeah. again, that's okay. But this is extremely important that you get clear on that because that's what personal development is about, is you being the best version of yourself, period. Whether yeah. it's a friendship that you want to end or not. Okay. All right? So really check in there. Is it genuinely, I do not want this anymore, or is it, I just really don't want to have to be honest? Right. And that's being honest right there, just asking that question of yourself. Right. Yeah. So, and there might be kind of a medley therein. Like, it might be like, no, it, it might be both. It might be, this is a genuinely unhealthy, unfulfilling relationship, and I don't want to waste my time on a conversation. Right. But that's different than... I'm scared or I'm afraid of what they'll say or I um, I'm afraid that they'll cast all this guilt on me or you know that's very different than I choose that this is not valuable for my time okay that's that's different mm-hmm, so you need mm-hmm. to distinguish there and then the third question to really think about and process is is there anything or what do you need to give voice to in order to be proud of yourself? There might not be anything. And then there might. 
But again, that's where you need to kind of pick that apart and go, if I were to flash forward 10 years from now, will I be at peace with just walking away and not saying anything? Or would I have wanted something in return from them? Would I have, if the situation was reversed, would I have wished that somebody said, hey, when you do this, I make up that you don't respect me or that you don't care. And I've never even checked in with you to see if that's true. Right. Would you have wanted that in return? So that's a huge thing. And and this is also, this can be very much related to intimate partnerships and relationships where it's a divorce contemplation. Or a breakup situation where you're going, will I be at peace with what I have or haven't said? And really think about that. Because sometimes even giving voice to something is not just about them. It's about your personal power and knowing that what you want, what you need is valid. Valid enough to say the fuck out loud. Mm-hmm. And I think a good friend or a good spouse or whatever would um, uh, ask themselves this. Right. Right? Right. It's kind of a... <sighs> How do I know I've done my part? Right. Whether they receive it and they're super awesome and receptive and fantastic and they're like, sweet, I break up with you too. Or <laughs> or if they're furious or if they're weepy and they cast a bunch of guilt your direction. Or if they look at you stone cold and they completely ice out and wall up. No matter what their response is, who do you need to be? Yeah. So that you don't feel like you're selling yourself short. So that you're genuinely proud of yourself. And that answer is going to be very different across the board. So depending on what you've processed with these couple of questions, I really think that there's kind of two primary methods of how you can embark on severing this relationship, severing this friendship. (coughs) So the first you'll really appreciate because it is a kind of a millennial dating term which is you can choose the ghosting method (laughs) so ghosting if you don't know this term and the only reason I know this term is because a very dear friend of mine is a relationship coach to singles and so she I learned these terms right because I'm like what I'm an old married woman like what what's ghosting and it's basically like when you're like and you leave you're just like bye you just disappear Abracadabra. you are yeah you're out of here and you just kind of never pick up your phone you never answer texts you're not really available it's the dating term of when you thought you had a really amazing date and then they don't ever respond to you ever again and you're like well what the fuck was that ghosting ghosting (laughs) hashtag ghosting apparently it's ghosting apparently is what they say it's called ghosting now That can look a ton of different ways. And this really depends on, I think, what you would want from them. What you would expect from them. Would you want them to just kind of fade out? Would you really appreciate if they told you why they were distant? What what would you want? You know, and just kind of look at. Because that will tap you into integrity. I'd want that teddy bear I gave him on Valentine's Day back. Okay. That's what I'd want. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. But I think it taps into your personal integrity instead of thinking like, well, they just don't deserve it. 
they don't even deserve me to da 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 or going yeah. into a blame place. You can check in with like, well, what what would really be in integrity? Now, hmm. there are relationships. You know, I mean, your father is a perfect example. Okay. Where you you did a lot of processing around that relationship and it ultimately wasn't about hey motherfucker here's what i need to say to you about my childhood it was like ghost bye i'd rather just it it was not worth because i knew anything that i would say wasn't gonna resonate with him anyway so it wasn't about and for me like if i were to say that to him it would i would want to get some kind of vulnerable moment back from him and I knew I wouldn't get it. So right. it doesn't even matter if I said the words. Like the the formality of saying those words wasn't going to give me any closure. That's you right. know, it, it was the closure was that if that he would accept the words I've given and he wouldn't. And so that's a perfect example of being attached to the outcome. Yeah. Like really doing, having that conversation with the hopes that they will respond a very specific way. Right. But what I'm saying is I was looking for that. Right. So even saying the words, I knew that I wasn't going to get any response that I wanted back. So why even say it? And so that was a very clear choice for you. Yeah. Because I do think that there's times where, like in a situation like that, where it's super liberating, and this is what I was just talking about a second ago, where it's super liberating and fierce and powerful for you to just speak the fuck up, even if it falls on deaf oh, ears. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Now, ultimately, in your decision, you chose that it really, I don't need that cathartic release right. of, get it. I can channel that in other ways. That didn't feel like the solution. Right. So that may be something for you to tap into, you know, those of you listening and looking at, is that, is this a big conversation that I want to have, you know, out of service for the integrity of who I am being, mm-hmm. not because you really need them to, to agree, to acquiesce, to change things, to do it. We can want that all damn day, but we can't make that happen. We can't force that into existence. So if you're looking at the likelihood of their response, still ask yourself, like, do I still need to give voice to something? Is there still something that I need to do for me, not for them, not for them to respond a specific way? So the first method, like I said, is kind of that ghosting method. And... Similar to like what you, you know, kind of did with your father after he kind of resurfaced. You're like, I'm just kind of not really available. Right. And that's okay. It really depends too on will your sort of fading out or not quite being as available, will that inevitably kind of push you into a tough conversation anyway? Like, is that friend somebody you see every Thursday and then all of a sudden you're not? And they're going to say, where are you? What, where have you been? You're going to have to where talk to them anyway, there's right? There's going to be a conversation. And if that happens, I want to encourage you to say whatever you need to say with the utmost kindness and grace, but commit to not lying. You don't have to overshare. You don't have to say, here's all of the list of things that I don't like about you. But you can say, to be honest with you, there's been some things that I've been really working on in my life and genuinely getting intentional about having a lot of positivity around me. 
And I have noticed that all of our conversations tend towards the negative and it's something that I'm not interested in anymore, you know? And I, I don't expect that you totally understand. Um, and please know I'm not trying to be malicious. I'm just trying to genuinely take care of myself and putting it back on what you're choosing for you. Now, some people are going to fucking hate that. It doesn't matter. The right. po- you don't want this friendship anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right, right. So, again, how they respond is likely going to be more evidence of why you wanted to end this friendship anyway. Right. Because they aren't able to take feedback, I'm guessing. But what if they didn't? What if they came with, wow, you know what? You're really right. Right. I haven't shown up. I have. I am negative. And I'm, you know, not working on it. Or I haven't been working on it. Like, how... Where do you go from there? Well, first of all... If it's it, already a decision you've made, like, I don't want this friendship. Right. Well, you can always declare a do-over. So that might have been a situation where you kind of went... Like with your dad, for instance. We would never think in a million fucking years he would ever be receptive to that. Right. Right? So if we, if you went through and kind of asked yourself these questions, like, is there any way he could win with me? you're most likely going to be like, no, like there really isn't anything that I could see him doing that would make him win with me. He would literally have to be a different human. (laughs) Right? Right. And then they surprise you. Then you get, now you're working with different data. Do you see? Yes. Like now you're working with different data. So now you can go, oh, okay then. Now it's boundary time. Now it's about like, Okay, so are you up for hearing some of the things that are really challenging for me to be around or for me to hear from you? And would you be willing to work on it? And then you get to decide, do you start hanging out more? Do you maybe limit that? Do you have a safe word? Do you have a, you know, like my best friend and I have have stuff where we talk about here's something I really want you to work on, you know, or here's something that's lands a specific way to me and I want to check in with it and we both really make the effort to alter or change or apologize or but we've kind of built that foundation we're both fucking life coaches so there's like a ridiculous <laughs> element to that so you better be showing up so it it, it definitely like it holds you to a higher thing because you've, you you have to practice what you, <laughs> what you preach yeah you know and but that's a piece of integrity but anyway so The other method, the other option is to have a genuine heart to heart. Now, this would be for a relationship where it would be so obvious if you just automatically left and they are going to be blowing you up and asking you like, where the hell are you? Where you're going to have a conversation anyway. So you might as well just get ahead of it. Um, a situation where you would really, really expect that from them in return. You would appreciate that in return. Yeah. If they really didn't like how you handled something or how you spoke to them and they just never gave you the opportunity to clean it up, would that bother you? That Then you probably want to have a heart-to-heart with them. Right. If you need to give voice to it just to stand up for yourself, just to not be bullied in a relationship any longer... That's another reason to have a heart to heart. If you need, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so there's a lot of factors to weigh out. And there are different right answers for every coupling. So, sure. my 
job will always be to push you to look at your role and what you need to do to feel at peace. So if you do choose to walk away, what does peace look like for you? Mm -hmm. How do you need to handle yourself? What do you need to say? How do you need to say it? So you don't, again, when you have those conversations, and I'm going to link to, we did a great episode on how to prepare and go into a really challenging conversation. So definitely, if you opt for the heart-to-heart method, listen to that podcast episode. And again, I'm going to, I'll link to a bunch of resources in this particular episode. Because, you know, I do think, like, like you said, if they are willing to work on it, maybe it's boundaries. You know, we did a great episode on boundaries and what, what that would look like. Like, okay, well, I'd be up for that. Here's the parameters of how we can hang out. You know, um, I did have a conversation. I did have a heart to heart actually like this with, it wasn't to the point of, I'm not going to be friends with you anymore, but it was, I will no longer discuss anything negative about our bodies so if you say anything about like oh my god look how fat my legs are or oh i can't eat that my you know anything like that i i that was a boundary line for me i will not accept that i i won't and so i put but that was very much a boundary that wasn't like i need to end our friendship and the friendship right you know but i had determined this is a friendship that i want to give her that chance yeah. I will, I care enough about this relationship to give voice to what bothers me and give her at least the opportunity to rectify it. Mm-hmm. And she did. She totally did. And we were better for it. You know, and there was tons of tears and it was fucking awkward and uncomfortable and I was a mess and you know, because I didn't want to hurt her, right? right? But I also knew that what I wanted and what I needed mattered also. And I and that behavior was really toxic for me. It was triggering for me. And I I don't want to be around people who are constantly berating how they look physically. Right. So true. So is it a situation where you feel like you, you're done? Or do they deserve the opportunity to know? Do they deserve the opportunity to change it? It sounds like this, uh, if I'm intuitive about it, right. this uh, listener submission sounds like there's a chance (laughs) oh you think i do it sounds like she's just kind of like trying to figure out she's like okay is it the time to end it or is there something i can do to you know salvage see i kind of heard something different yeah i picked up on i'm pretty ready to end it how do i do that and am i being a dick for doing it Mm. so it, it almost was like do I have permission to just end it gotcha. based off of it just feels fucking toxic? Uh, you do this for a living, so you probably saw more than I do. So, it's my show, so. <laughs> <laughs> but I really do think that there's also a difference between, I call it reporting typically, where you try to report certain things and you hope they get the point. Like she kind of said, you know, I've tried to be positive or share positive things, hoping she'll get the message, mm-hmm. instead of saying flat out, you know, you're always kind of finding the fault, or you seem very glasses half empty, or you seem, you know, to, that you really don't want to see the bright. Like, you need to call that shit out. Right. So sometimes you've 
chosen methods that really aren't calling a spade a spade. Right. That's kind of what I'm getting from this is I've tried this approach, I've tried this approach, but I don't know if there's been that boundary setting with this person where she's like, here's what I'm going to accept, you know, right. instead of just accepting the person for who they are or, right. you know, that kind of approach. Instead, I think it sounds like she needs to set some boundaries like you were just saying. That's right. Like, if we're going to continue to hang out, this is what it looks like. Right. Right. And, you know, be firm about it. And that could be an alternative. You know, that yeah. could be a piece of the heart to heart. Like, I don't necessarily want to end this. I love our history or what we've been through or, you know, if there are amazing components to the relationship, even if they were in the past. But Not at, at, this, at this stage in the game, yeah, and I, I also wanted to kind of target this accepting somebody thing because we think it's so noble to accept somebody. Accepting somebody for who they are does not mean that you need to tolerate shitty behavior. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you can accept that she is the way she is and still decide to terminate the friendship. Right. Both can exist. That's true. And you can say, in light of who you are, here are the choices that I need to make for my life. Mm -hmm. You're accepting who they are. You're not asking them to change. You're, you're just going, and that doesn't work with my system. That's that cool. doesn't work. Yeah. With, you know, I like that. I that feels light. I accept you, but I won't tolerate that. Mm -hmm. And so, th so there's kind of a distinction there. But anyway, so I'm really, really hoping that that's helpful. And again, there's going to be more podcast resources in the show notes page if you haven't uh, listened to the pods on friendships or tough conversations or boundaries. All of those will be linked. And I also did a written article specifically about the analogy that she was mentioning about the withdrawals and deposits into your bank uh -huh, account of uh -huh. your life and a way to kind of check in with, are there people who are really robbing me dry and I'm allowing that so I, I'll link to that as well okay. so hopefully this has been really helpful it's not fun it's not exciting no. but it's also been put in your life for a reason and sometimes I think volatile unhealthy relationships are designed to teach us how to speak our fucking truth that's the lesson we needed that's why you had that shitty relationship so you could find your voice so you could step into your personal power right that's right? True. We don't grow yeah. when we're comfortable. We grow when we're uncomfortable. That's so true. And our character is, is tested. Yeah. So anyway, more amazing stuff on the horizon next week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. We're going to announce some free shit. Free shit alerts. Yeah. Free and shit alerts. Again, if you are up for leaving an iTunes review, we'd be so appreciative. And again, you can find that on the show notes page. And I think that's it. Anything else? Uh, no, not for me. All right. Thanks for letting me. It's a me. no for me. It's a no for you. <laughs> I, thanks for letting me outline your father situation. Yeah, no sweat. I didn't even think about you that. You can use it's him like, anytime. That's a perfect example. All right. So we will see you around these parts next week. Here is to loving and living a most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith out. Mm.